I want us to quiet down and be in this space. Forget about the next person next to you. I want you to get rid of all the thoughts that you have in your mind and I want you to make space an opening for the word of God. And let us start by praying. Let us close our eyes. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, dear Lord, this morning we come before you in pure adoration. Lord, we come before you Not because we see ourselves as worthy, but because of your grace that is being renewed on a daily. This morning we gathered here as a community of believers waiting to listen to your word. Quench our thirst, Lord, for your word. Make us believers, make us doers of this word. Help us send down your Holy Spirit to be with us in this service. We pray this in your name, in your name alone. Amen. So, this morning's theme is Let Your Light Shine. All right. So, um, I, I want to ask a question. Ha. Huh. Interesting. What happens when load shedding has hit our homes? What's the first thing we do? We light our candles, right? All right. Okay. Which time slot is your favorite time slot of load shedding? Yes. With the ponies, you had your hands raised up. Yes. Sorry? You get scared. I can't hear you properly. Oh, you get scared, all right. Yes. Winter. So you enjoy load shedding in winter. Okay. In summer. All right. So, if we were to choose load shedding during the day or at night, which which one would you choose? All right, let's do this. Raise up your hand for day. Raise up your hand for night. <laughs> All right. So, 
when load sharing hits us during the night, we switch on a light. It's not lighting. You have a generator. Hey now. Not all of us are so fortunate to have a generator. <laughs> I wish I had. But anyway, we light up a light to show us the way in the darkness. Right? And this is what today's message is all about. Today's message is about being the light in the darkness. Alright. So there's a song that we used to sing well, when I was in primary school. Many moons ago, not so many, but many moons ago, when I was in primary school, when I was shorter than I am now. And it says, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. On a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, on a Friday, on a Saturday, on a Sunday. <laughs> I forgot the lyrics, but thank you for helping me. <laughs> All right. So today's message is about shining your light every day, every single day of the week. All right, from Monday to Sunday. All right. There's a light that you need to shine. So, we're reading from the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 12 till 16. And it says, What I'm getting at, friends, is that you should simply keep on doing what you've done from the beginning when I was living amongst you. You lived in responsive obedience. Now that I'm separated from you, keep it up. Better yet, redouble your efforts. Be energetic in your life of salvation, reverent and sensitive before God. That energy is God's energy, an energy deep within you, God Himself, and working at what will give Him the most pleasure. Do everything readily and cheerfully. No bickering. No second guessing allowed. Go out in the world uncorrupted. A breath of fresh air in this squalid and polluted society. Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of living God. Carrying the light giving message into the night. So I'll have good cause to be proud of you on that day Christ returns. You will be living proof that I didn't go to all of this work for nothing. Right. Now, 
the bible was written for community of believers right i for one i'm not in the agreement that we should use it as a tool to forcing or wanting to force people to convert but i for one is in the belief that we should use the bible to encourage one another as believers now the bible in the first place was written for the believers who have the covenant of god it tells people or the believers to understand creation and how humans were appointed as representatives on earth now the whole of the old testament tells the story of god's relationship with his covenant people now the new testament especially the gospels gives an account on how jesus lived with his disciples and how to practice or to put in practice the word of god together with ephesians colossians and philemon philippians is one of paul's called prison letters it is a letter paul wrote in thanking the philippians for the material of support he had received from them and he's also using this letter to encourage and empower them philippians is also described as paul's letter of gratitude and joy because it, it is emphasizing on real christian joy now this question goes to the grown-ups what is church to you what does church mean to you yes community of believers yes so church is not these four walls all right church is a community <clears throat> of believers and church is always called within a particular context in this day and moment present time south africa our church or this church is called for the community it's called to serve its people now in the old testament we don't really have stories about church but we have stories on the idea of church when noah had to build an ark because the people were so sinful he had to save some of the people and the animals that was church when lord's generation was not even living righteous but lord tried to show them how to live that was church 
when King Nebuchadnezzar was unjust and unruly by lighting up a fire on Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, and then they prayed within the fire, and he started believing. That was church. Every single context has a way or an idea what church is. What is the church? Church is me and you. And the church is called to be the light. Now, if we are the church, what should we be doing as believers and as congregations? The first thing Paul says to us is that live like saved people. All right. Live like saved people. In one of his letters, Paul says that do not conform to the standards of the world. And you not conforming to the standards of the world, you should live like saved people. So it's an ongoing message that he brings forth to these communities. So in verse 12 it says, Therefore, my dear friends, as you've always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Paul encourages the congregation to live obediently when he's with them and in his absence. Members should live in a way on taking responsibility for their own salvation. He says to them that they must remember what they were taught and they must take responsibility for their own spiritual growth and satisfaction because it is, God's, it is God who makes them willing and able to do his will. He says, continue to live in obedience as you've done in my presence. Right. Perfect example of this. When I was in primary, I was the sweetest boy, but only in front of the teachers. All right, But when I was sitting at the back of the... Because I'm the sweetest boy, the teacher let me sit at the back of the class. I was the one eating all the time. Um, throwing papers at people. Laughing at people. Just because the teacher was not looking. All right. But, and we can compare that to how we live. Outside the church, we tend to live like the world lives like. 
But when we come to church and then we want to act all holy. All right. But Paul says like you should live like saved people even in the absence of church. Fellow believers. We ask the question that what should we do as congregation or as believers? The first thing he says to us is that live like saved people. Remember our theme is let your light shine. So we try to get at how do we let our light shine in this dark world. The first thing, live like saved people. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Right? Do everything without arguing or grumbling. So we, we have this tendency of doing things and saying, oh, but why should I do this? What's going to help me? Like coming to church, right? Who... Who is forced to be here and you don't know why you are here? Come on. When I was your age, I didn't like church. All right. We'll have a conversation outside. So do everything without grumbling and arguing. You know, there's certain things that we do and we don't know why we should do them. Like we, we, we have this argument inside, either internally or externally. We, do, you get what, do you get my point? We, we, we tend to have these things, that we, the grumblings on why we should do goodness. Why should I be kind? Why should I forgive? Why should I do this? Why should I do that? But we forget that we should live like saved people. And living like saved people, we shouldn't be doing anything or we shouldn't do everything with grumbling and arguing, but do everything without grumbling. Now, now that you know that you should live like saved people, brothers and sisters, let your light shine. Let your light shine in the midst of this dark world. Let your light shine to expand the kingdom of God. We, lived, we live in a crooked generation where many of us live with scars of trauma and the world is dark and gloomy. The question to be asked is that what should we do amongst this crooked generation? Paul answers and says, shine amongst them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. We know that stars only shine when there is darkness. Now, let's take it back to our country. 
When the situation in our country is described as dark, our task and calling becomes clear. Now it's the time for our light to shine as believers. Instead of arguing, mumbling, groaning, complaining, be the light. Yes, I know it's hard with petrol prices going up and down. <coughs> with cooking oil being one million rand now. Load shedding hitting us every second week. Or every, not even every second week, every day. And when you don't even get load shedding, you complain and saying, well, something is not adding. What is happening? But in everything, in this gloominess, in this dark place that we call our country, our task, me and you, is to be the light. Not just us as grown-ups, but you as well at school. Your task is to be a light. When you know somebody is being bullied or you know somebody is, is not feeling well, your task is to be a light to uplift those people. Alright? In the famous words of Rihanna, shine bright like a diamond. And that is what you're supposed to be doing. Shine bright like a diamond in the midst of darkness. And we don't really want to hear it. It's easy for us to point fingers, to complain, sit backwards, and wait for things to happen or for others to do the right thing. And it might, us, it might help us feel better or get others who complain just like us in support. Look, I have a group of friends. We sometimes hold pity parties. Does anyone know what's a pity party? So when one of us is going through the most, or when the whole group is going through the most, we sit, we complain, we complain, we complain, we complain, we eat, we watch Netflix, we complain, we complain, we complain, we eat, watch Netflix. That's a pity party. And it's very easy to have that. Sometimes we have self-pity parties. But in the midst of everything, where is your light? Is it shining? What is happening to it? In conclusion, let us for one moment image or imag imagine how our country would look like when millions of Christians, believers, start living in obedience to the word of God. Start being the light. When churches, as well as individual people, start reflecting and transforming their lives in the power of the Holy Spirit. When we are not only praying for change, but when ourselves are being prepared to change 
and become role models. Imagine what would be look well, what would it look like if all of us start being the light of this world. The own, the, our very own superheroes, our very own light in our lives as well. So, dearly beloved, I encourage you this morning and this week, going further, to be the light, to never dim it to the standards of the world. May you always remember that you are called to be a light. You are called to be the church. You are called to, you are called to his kingdom. And in the midst of everything, let your light shine. In the famous words of Rihanna again, shine bright like a diamond. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, this morning in pure adoration. We thank you for the word this morning where you encourage us to be light bearers be role models to the world. This morning, Lord, I pray that you give us the strength, the power to be these light barriers, to be these role models. May you strengthen our relationship with you. And in strengthening our relationship with you, May you make our lights shine brightly so that we be the change that we want to see in this world. I pray for every single person in this congregation sitting here. May you make a change in their lives. May you hold their hand. May you be with them. In everything that they're going through, it be joy, it be sadness. May your hand be visible. May your hand guide them. May your hand shine bright like a diamond. And we pray this in your name. In your name alone. Amen. Right, so let us close off our uh, morning service by singing 10,000 reasons. Bless the Lord, O my soul, O my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before, O my soul, and I'll worship your holy name. As we stand and sing this beautiful hymn. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my.
soul, I'll worship your holy name. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me. Let me be singing when the evening comes. Christ in here, oh my seal, oh my seal. Praise no sail, genam. Met meer passie as ooit, oh my seal. Verheerlik sy heil, genam. Hier volg geduld toen die ons hier liefde Die naam is groot en die hart is saag Oor alle goedheid wil ek aan ooie bal Tienduisend redes tot my dankbaarheid Bless the Lord of my soul, oh my soul Worship His holy name Sing like never before Oh my soul I'll worship your holy name And on that day when my strength is failing The end draw near and my time has come Still my soul will sing your praise unending Ten thousand years and then forevermore Love the air of my seal, oh my seal Praise no sail genom Met meer passie as ooit, oh my seal Verheerlik sy heil genaam Loof die Heer o my seel O my seel Prijs nou sy heil genaam Met meer passie as ooit O my seel Verheerlik sy heil genaam Loof die Heer o my seel Sy heil genaam Met meer passie as ooit O my seel Verheerlik sy heil genaam Verheerlik sy heil genaam Verheerlik sy heil And may his name never depart from your lips. Dearly beloved, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and let it remind you of the light you should be now and forevermore.
Amen. Amen.